0: Welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B-Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom-bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. Our returning guest for this week is our man, Malcolm. So, for tonight's episode, being that this is our uh, last episode for the year, we're going to take off next week for New Year's Eve. Uh, Happy holidays to everybody. We're going to do our picks for what we thought were our favorite albums for 2021. All right. And you can follow us on social media at uh, Instagram. It's Mix Era Rap Pod. That's Mix Era Rap P.O.D. And on Twitter, you can follow us on Mix Era Rap. All right. So let's jump into it with the fellas. Uh, Kev, favorite albums for this year.
1: Oh man, it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be totally honest. Around two weeks ago, it was a struggle to get to ten. I I don't know what it was. I I couldn't remember a lot of stuff, and stuff wasn't memorable. But then, as I I researched and started looking at lists, and then I started look listening to stuff, I had a lot more than ten. And then this morning, this morning really messed me up because I had a solid ten on Wednesday, but then this morning. I had to add two songs, so so okay. Here's my. Well, I got eleven actually. So, uh, Wale falon two, Man, what's my name? Uh, Apollo Brown and Stalley, Blacklight, Ellie Dollar, E30. I really enjoyed that. Being the butcher plugs two, Currency messed me up this morning because I, I listened to Pilot Talk four. And I had to add it to the list, or so like a couple of things got knocked off. Isaiah,
2: Rashid. I- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. There's a pilot talk for since when?
1: It just came out this oh morning.
2: my gosh. All right. That, you, you know ski beats? <laughs> of course I know ski beats. I've actually ski uh, beats produced the whole I've thing. I've actually spoken to ski beats. So, all right. It sounds oh like my.
1: that late, it sounds like 90s hip hop. It's just, i mean, the beat wise. Okay,
2: you don't have to sell it to me. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'll be doing that this afternoon. Man. Oh <laughs> man, it, it messed me up. Oh man, it messed me up. Wild. Man. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> um,
1: so house is burning. Isaiah Rashid. Um, the new Lloyd Banks album. The another album that messed me up this morning was Nas Magic.
2: <sighs> oh yeah, I, uh, I heard a little bit of it last night. Know, that one man. with Primo is higher man it's so good
1: oh man it, this this album is just so i mean this better than king this is better than king disease one and two combined
2: that's what everybody's been saying they've been saying like it's it's tighter it's you know less it's only got like nine tracks on it right it's like yeah yeah i'm gonna give it another listen but that seems to be the consensus already
1: oh man i mean it's just it just flow real well uh commons beautiful revolution two that was good. That was slept on. It slept on. And my favorite is uh, West Side Gun, Hitler's with Hermes 8, uh, the B-Sides. Not the A-Side, the B-Side that he released like two weeks after the first one. Yeah, I like that one more because that first one had a lot of... Uh, what was a guy named Stove God on that first one? And this second one, he kind of lessened his role, which I think was a lot better. I did, you know... Oh, man. Peter Rosenberg's compilation album was is very, very good, but Currency and Nas knocked those two out, man. I mean, those those two right there just knocked them out, man. And yeah, man, like, like I said, man, like this last two weeks, I, it's just, I just, a whole bunch of stuff just started popping up and then oh, it messed me up. <laughs> My list was set. I had 10. And then I had to and switch and move and everything else um yeah it it was a better year than i i i I anticipated and expected yeah it it was great oh yeah one more thing dave east whatever harry fraud did for davies he could do it again because davies has been hit or miss but that album he did with harry fraud was like some of his best work so yeah that's it for me
0: yeah, that's what's up. I enjoyed that, uh, that Dave East one as well. It didn't make my list, but definitely Harry Fraud had a very good year this year with his production as well as The Alchemist. But let's jump into it with uh, Malcolm. Malcolm, what were your favorite albums for 2021? Okay, so to
3: begin, um, this year wasn't the greatest, I feel like, for music. Um, I feel like previously in a, I think our last podcast, someone mentioned that, um, but... From from what was from what was uh released this year, I tried to make a a, a decent list. We're gonna start off with. Mm, how do I want to start? I don't. I think you want to start off with Maxo Cream's "Weight of the World." I enjoyed that. He's an artist that I um started to. I liked his flow and um his his music for some time now. Um, moving on, I liked. The Freedom Boys or Freedom Boys, not the Freedom Boys, um, by 42 Doug. I feel like that was one of his best projects he's came out with, um, so far. Um, The Plugs, I Meet Too, Perry Fraud. Gotta love him. Um, I love all that he's doing. Um, I really like when he's partnered with, um, I think it's Larry June. Yeah, that's what that is. out of, uh, Cali. Yeah, that's a new up artist. I really really enjoy listen to um what was that that is my third one then I'm gonna go to culture three I'm gonna say that this is the best culture album in my opinion uh I believe the Migos hasn't really been that uh that that um not that they haven't been that popular but they've been more focused on their own um individual careers I feel like more Ever since the amigos, uh Big Buzz has died down. So um, I liked how they were able to come back together um, and still put out some, some good music. Um, next was Hall of Fame, Po G. Um, haven't really listened to a lot of him, but I just tried to give him a chance um, per friend's request. Um, and it wasn't the worst. It was not the... Not the best, but was not the worst of his, his, uh, I guess his catalog. So then we're going to go to IDK. You see for yourself, I believe he's just an interesting artist in general. Um, I initially, when I first heard about him, I didn't, didn't like him the most, but I was, I was persuaded to continue to listen to him and, and give him a chance. And, um, I enjoyed that project, um, coming out for twenty twenty one based off of um what's all been released. So that is my fifth one. Then we're gonna go to, gotta do certified lover boy. Um, Drake hasn't come out with album in forever and all the buzz and stuff that was around that album. Him playing with the fans with release dates and etc. Um, it's quite interesting how that ended up playing out. Um, but I, I enjoyed that album. A lot of rapping, like we've mentioned. And I think the production was pretty good. What else? Let's see. The off season by J. Cole was not terrible, but I'm not going to say it was his best album or even second best. Um, you know, I'm going to be very, uh, very, what is the word? I'm going to grade him hard on his music, basically. Yeah. So we're going to go. Call Me If You Get Lost for my number eight. I enjoyed this album. Um as soon as I turned it on. Um haven't listened to a lot of Tyler Creator's previous albums, but this one was it. And I also liked Igor, but this one was I liked how he continued on the his his run with the good music. Um so that was my number eight. I'm going to do the, the melodic blue, which was not something I initially thought I would like because I didn't know I was going to, um, you know, favor listening to Baby Keen. Um, but, uh, I, I, I most definitely enjoyed this album and I enjoy, you know, I guess what, what process he put behind it. And for the last album, I'm going to do Haram by, uh, I believe it's the Alchemist. And I can't is Armand Armand Hammer, Armand Hammer, right? Armand, Armand. So I I was drawn to this album based off of the Alchemist alone because I had had some previous knowledge of him um, before listening to hit this particular album. Um, I mean, it was an interesting concept. It's just it's, it's different. It was a different taste for me to listen to. And I just love the 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 catalog of songs listed. Fourteen great songs there. Um I think my favorite was either. I don't know. I think I think one of them was stood out was the Roaches. Roaches don't fly. But yeah, that's gonna be
0: my the end of my list. All right, that's what's up. Really appreciate that, Malcolm. Uh, so I'm going to go next and just uh, say that uh, for me, I'm going to, you know, and no, uh, I'll probably give a little order towards the end. But these are just albums that I really was filling over the year. And I'm starting off with uh, um, Mad Lib and his uh, album uh, Sound Ancestors. That was really nice. Uh, my boy Pooh Shiesty and Sheisty Season. Really enjoyed that as well. Uh, the Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. I was surprised Kevin didn't bring that one up because that was a cold, cold soundtrack. Really, really hot. Uh, Ride Wave. Love my man Ride Wave with Soul Fly. And then um, Just for Clarity by Blast. Gotta love that. And then the EP from Corday, uh Justin Till. And then uh, really, really showed well for himself this year. And that's uh, Moray with uh, Street Sermons. I thought that that was really, really a gifted uh, and talented uh, project. I thought he really put his foot in it. So hoping the best for him in the new, in the new year of 2022. I really enjoyed uh, uh, Logic's comeback with uh, Bobby Tarantino 3. I thought it was better than Bobby Tarantino 1 and 2. That was just my opinion. But uh, he he usually does a nice job with these Bobby Tarantino um, efforts. Uh, Vince Staples is a, you know, self-titled album groundbreaking. I thought it really pushed him to another level. You know, I really, really appreciate that. Got to show some love for Donda. If you are patient with it, I think it'll give you some, it'll give you some, some love, you know, it takes, it takes a little time to really get that, uh, I want to co-sign uh, Kev with the uh, Isaiah Rashad's album. Oh, that was straight fire! Enjoyed that album a lot. Do or Die Two by A.Z. I know we've had this discussion and that there's been some <laughs> some controversy, <Whoa. laughs> but I I still enjoyed the the reminiscence of that album. So, uh, what else we got here? Oh, uh, French Montana. They got amnesia. Love that. I thought French was, I was like, yeah, I really appreciate that. That's poor. Poor choice of, of artistry there, but uh all right. French is,
3: hmm. Wait,
0: French? We're,
1: and since we're booing stuff, you should definitely boo this
0: one. French is, huh? Go ahead. Continue. Do French's album? This this album was nice. French in general.
1: French album was garbage, man. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a week to get through that album. I kept cutting toppies
3: some some of the marketing schemes some other artists had done. So let's uh, uh
0: I get it. I get it, but from from the I'm I I I'm going by how something makes me feel. And this 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 album made me feel good. It it was enjoyable.
1: I'll wait till you get to the end and I have a question about that French Montana.
0: All right. The next up I got my man. Uh, And then really, um, uh, Kev put me on to this. And that's Apollo Brown and Staley with their uh, project Blacklight. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Rick Ross's, you know, his project, Richer Than I've Ever Been. I really enjoyed that. And then I got to show love. I forgot I got to show mad love at at my number three. I I really would put this as my third favorite album for the the year. And that's uh, the, The Alchemist and Boldly James with their project Bo Jackson. I didn't hear anybody mention that, but that was really, really a good project. I really enjoyed it. Tecmo Bow
1: was better. I listened to that one, too. Tecmo Bow was better.
0: It's boldy, by the way, boldy. The
1: second one was better to me.
0: Okay, okay. I hadn't, I, I, I you know, Alchemist had a great year. I mean, he really put in, had a lot of good projects that come out this year, as well as Harry Fraud. So got to give those two producers mad love for this year. Uh, my second one. Uh, that I think that I really, really want to mention is probably my second favorite album because I listened to it quite a bit this year. And that's uh, Sometimes I Might Be an Introvert by Lil' Sims. Really enjoyed Lil' Sims this year uh, on the international chip as well as, uh, uh, you know, just over in the States as well. It was just really, really inspirational. Uh, I thought as for a female rapper, she's really got some skills. And then um, ending my 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 favorite album of the year, which is totally Off base for me is, again, uh, like uh, Malcolm said, Tyler, the creator's project, you know, call me if you get lost. I I really I think it was the best project of the year for me. That's just my opinion. I I, I thought for what he has done and throughout his career, this was him taking it to another level. And uh, it it would really impress me. So I'll leave it at that. And now we'll slide over to Reaper and see where he is on this whole best album for twenty twenty one.
2: So yeah, man, y'all know I'm always do my own thing. Uh, so I'm not going to list 10. I think everybody listed 10 so far. I'm only going to, I think on my list, I've got like four. And this is literally albums that I listened to more than, I don't know, three times or four times this year. Like something that I actively was like, yeah, let's put that on again. Because there's some things that I've heard this year, again, for the show or just for the sake of lay I'll give it a listen, but... I wasn't trying to listen to it in my free time. You see what I'm saying? So, And again, in no particular order, I'm going to say Rick Ross, richer than I've ever been. Um, It's His best project is still Mastermind, but this one is pretty good and it's tight. It's not uh, as bloated as some of the other records. Um, Nobody said Brockhampton, Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. Really surprising one for me. Uh, One of my friends from Canada is always talking about Brockhampton, Brockhampton, Brockhampton all the time. And, um, I saw them on Jimmy Fallon and I was like, Oh, are these, those guys you was always talking about? He's like, yeah, you got to listen to their new record. And it actually sounds really good. It's a group. It might be, it might be seven or eight of them. It's a lot of dudes in the group. And, um,
0: yeah, we reviewed them. Um, we reviewed them early last year, right? Kev?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, isn't it like separate groups or something? Isn't it like, like two or three groups that come together as one?
2: I've got no clue, but, uh, I saw them on Jimmy Fallon, and I was like, oh, this is like, like Wu-Tang. I can get down with that, you know? And um, like I said, I really liked how the, the record sounded. Um, and uh, I'll acknowledge Baby Keen, the melodic blue. Again, am I the hugest Baby Keen fan? No. And I did have a lot of complaints about that album, because uh, a lot of it is slow. It's so slow, and it's just the same tempo for, like
3: do you mind sharing a complaint
2: yeah i'm telling you right now it's slow like <laughs> the whole record it's like it's 60 slow. minutes or whatever mm-hmm. and 75 percent of it is the same tempo and it's like that slow trap that people like and stuff right now like um boom get in there get in there get in there get in there and it's like okay how many times are you gonna say this a and just like like like, and again, I don't mean to take us down reminiscing road, but what happened to the days where people had a club single and a radio single and a single for the ladies? It was super formulaic, but if you listen to even somebody like like T.I., who, who quote-unquote created trap music, again, quote-unquote, his words, not mine, but if you listen to trap music, the album, or even urban legend, he's got twerk songs on there, he's got Introspective songs on there. He's got, you know, Urban Legend has Bring "Bring 'Em Out," but then it has "You Don't Know Me." But it's got motivation. But it's got ASAP. But it's got "Get Loose." But it's got, you know, countdown. It's it's a whole bunch of different producers, styles, speeds, topics.
1: But you're asking for too much because you had you had a uh, like just like you said, you had an album that you could play songs in the club, you could play songs in your car, you could play.
2: But I'm not asking for too much because we've had it all the way up until this decade, until 2010 to 2020. And again, not even the whole decade. Because even if you listen to Waka's first album, a lot of people hated on Waka, but people just heard the club bangers. If you listen to Flockavelli, it's some other songs on there that's not like that. You know what I mean? So Baby King didn't have to make a you know 15-song album of songs that sound exactly the same. Culture 3, shame on you, Malcolm, for saying that's the best culture or the best, anything with Migos in the same sentence, that album sounds the, the same. Not best
3: anything, but it was just, they have not been consistent. You know this. Come on now. They've been very inconsistent and, and they've been trying to do their own projects and they haven't been...
2: And you can, I, I'll give you that, but what I'm saying right. is a way to switch it up is to, even Migos, they made Stir Fry just a couple of years ago. Stir Fry is faster than almost any other song they've ever done. They made, uh, what's that one with... uh. Mustard, uh, um, Tim Bad and They After Me, um, uh, uh, like an athlete, uh, Big Brit, what they call it, Big, what is that called? The one with DJ Mustard. Anyway, whatever it's called. That's faster. Stir Fry is faster. You don't have to just make songs that sound like bad and bougie for 60 minutes, like for 90 minutes, like make something else. Nobody's putting you in that box. You're doing it to yourself. And uh, yeah, that was my issue with the Baby King bringing it back it was just it's just a lot of sameness some of the songs on there are good but some of the songs are like a snail's pace to listen to it's not but
1: i mean but you guys really enjoyed that album though
2: did i like i said i'm not saying it's best i'm not saying it's top i'm not even saying you should go out of your way to listen to it i'm saying this year when it came out i listened to it multiple times so it constantly
1: struggled through that
2: one Okay.
1: Like, I had to force them. Like you said, it was slow. A lot of it felt the same. I felt like the two Kendrick Lamar features were wasted or either he wasn't motivated. It 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 just felt like out of place. Mm. It didn't even feel like they was part of the album. Like, if he had released those two as singles, then I think my expectations would have been lower. But I don't know. I mean, I, I see the Baby Kim on a lot of people's best of this year less. And I'm like, how? Like if there's, it's just how it's just, I don't get it. I, I'm, 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 I seriously don't get it.
2: I mean, maybe like a new face. Cause you know, we've been talking Kanye and Drake and Rick Ross and you know, Migos for years and years and years. So maybe it's people just happy to see a new face do something on like a mainstream level, you know?
1: I mean, but, He's a West Coast artist. He had the opportunity to get, if he wanted to do these slow trap beats, he could do that. But at the same time, he has access to these West Coast producers who could give him that sound that's a little bit more, I get like you said, a little bit more upbeat. Like YG does it. YG plays trap stuff, but he then he got these California he got some California stuff.
2: But maybe he's not into that stuff. Any, like a
1: but how can you not be into it? You from and you from the West Coast. That's what I don't get though. Like I mean, I, I don't know. I'm all for I'm all for people kind of sticking to their roots and and having certain songs that embrace where they're from, their region or their state or whatever, because I feel like you're passing this heritage or culture on. And this is like when you you from the West coast and you don't have nothing that sounds like a West coast song. I feel like it takes away from what you're doing. If you from New York and it sound and your, and your stuff sound like Georgia trap music. I don't want to listen to it. I'll be honest with you.
2: I mean, but uh, people say the same thing about OT Genesis. You know, a lot of people think he's from the West coast cause he only use West coast beats, but he's from Atlanta. And like when ASAP first came out, did nobody know they was from Harlem? Everybody thought they was from Texas or from somewhere in the south, you know? It's maybe it's the styles clash that gets them the initial startup or and ASAP, they used to be referencing like no limit a whole bunch when they first came out, you know? And so it's worked before is what I'm saying. But and again, trap is just the sound right now. Like I'm sure people in California listen to trap music too. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, here, just one more. Uh I'm going to – or no, three more. I'm going to acknowledge Kanye and Drake and J. Cole, but I'm not going to list them. And you know what? I'm actually going to acknowledge uh, Scary Hours to the Drake EP, more so than COB. because those had the bangers on them. Uh, you got the floor. Be wise. All right.
0: So I just had one question from Malcolm on his uh, favorites. You, you you really weren't feeling uh, punk or slime language? I didn't know that was in this year. Yeah, both of, both of those albums came out this year. Am I mistaken?
2: Did somebody...
3: No, I didn't like punk.
2: Yeah, I don't like punk either.
3: I liked... I liked... I didn't like slime language, no. Neither of those. Wow.
2: Okay,
0: okay. It sucked. All right, all right. Oh, you know what? I could... Yeah, man, Young Thug is
3: just – he don't get it, man. He is – first of all, I try to like Young Thug. first of all, because of where I am, where I live a majority of my time right now. So the people around me love that man, so I have to give him a chance, you know, if he's always playing. And then at the same time, you know, I like what he's doing when he's talking about, like, signing artists and stuff like that. So I'm trying to give him a chance. But um, those artists were not doing anything for me at all, you know. And that punk, that punk, I feel like he rushed that and just wanted to do marketing and uh, make that make that a, a a money grab because it was a, a a huge marketing branding scheme behind it. It was a like a pink theme, like because I, I witnessed it because one of um when I was currently at school. I um I I, I saw Young Thug actually at a concert, and and saw his uh one of his producers and one of his artists Gunna, um and not Gunna nor Young Thug, but his all of his lower level, in like not employees but but say producers, DJs or artists they wear pink promoting the the punk album and stuff like that and that was interesting but yeah that uh, no i did not enjoy either
0: of those all right i appreciate that i just uh you know i i'm not a fan of amigos not this project but you know i thought that i thought that slime language definitely gave me a, a few more tracks than uh than the um, culture three did but that was just my opinion so any uh, i know uh, kev you had a question on for for me so go ahead kev
1: I was gonna ask, did you like the French Montana as much as Rick Rose or not as much? I, I'm just, the, the, I, I just couldn't. I don't know, man. May, I maybe, it's, maybe is French Montana, but I don't know, man. That was a struggle, man. That was a struggle for me.
0: Uh, again, I, I weigh, uh, I weigh my album based on. Feeling and I'm that's why I don't buy into the whole trap beat thing, you know, because it's terrible to me that that every beat has to be under, you know, 80 BPMs, you know, 90 BPMs. That's craziness to me. I don't get it. I don't get that. So when I get an album that has some one or two cuts on it that actually make you not feel like, you know, uh, uh, going somewhere and dying or staying asleep or drugged out for the rest of your life. I I like those projects. So I'm not saying that French Montana is the end all to be all. I'm just saying that this project for this year was decent enough for me to throw him on my list as something that made me feel good, you know, and I left off somebody cause they also made me feel good as well. And that's now that you bring it up and that's Joel Ortiz, his autograph album. I I really enjoyed that album as well. I don't think I listened to it as much, but Joel Ortiz, you know, his, uh, his flow level is on, on, you know, it's, it's, he's excellent. His flow is excellent. I definitely think rap wise, Joel Ortiz is way better than French Montana's project. But what I say why i probably didn't mention joel ortiz album because he didn't have as many you know upbeat songs as uh, french montana did so th- that's all for me as far as uh joel i mean uh, french i would not sit here and fight you guys about french montana i pull him off any list you know if, it was, if this was if we were doing like a top 10 list he would never make it he wouldn't even be in the honorable mentions but since we i thought the conversation was based on just what we enjoyed this year that's why I'm saying that French Montana made it.
1: I mean, even
0: <laughs> even any less. I mean, man, even any good man list. French Montana on his I still list, don't man. see French Montana. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's... It, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm hating on... I'm hating today. <laughs> yeah. I'm hating today. Malcolm get, said I can't culture three, culture which three. was... Oh, my gosh. I, that was garbage, man. We did a review on that. Yeah. I was like... How do you waste the Drake feature?
0: Yes. They waste feature or they wasted the
2: Cardi B
1: killed them on a song? Yes. How? How do you know? Look here. I understand.
2: Well, cause Cardi, Cardi B a better rapper than all three of the Migos. Oh. oh. It's
1: hard to argue that one. <laughs> I can't argue that one.
0: Oh, oh, you guys are doing it tonight.
1: But hey, you know what? And I probably <laughs> said that when we did the review though. And that's the crazy part.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's the truth. Facts are facts.
1: But I mean, like, it's like, you know, the, and it's funny, the big conversation that a lot of people are having in rap music now is the Jay-Z versus thing. And a lot of people throwing Little Wayne's name out there, but no one is giving credit to Future. And I'm going to tell you why. Future is the one, I think Future is the one who made Jay-Z come out and say that, make that statement. Because Future Future did an interview and was like, I'm better than Jay-Z. And then next thing you know, Jay-Z comes out and says, No one can see me in the verses. If anybody is gonna map Jay-Z don't do Jay-Z just don't do stuff at random. This wasn't a random thought with him. He don't do stuff like that randomly. He 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 when he when he comes out and publicly does stuff, it's a plan behind it. I think Future did it. I mean, we can't. You can say what you want about future, but future is gonna be one of the most successful rappers, yeah, ever. I mean, if 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 I say if all his albums didn't go number one, at least ninety five percent of his albums went number one, and a lot of people cannot say that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know what? I as far as the Versus thing though, future's tracks have a lot more sameness than Jay Z's do, so I think Jay Z would take them. Um, and I was a big, huge, uh, a big future fan back in like 2015 or so. DS2, Beast Mode, that era. But some of his stuff now, like it just, it's like he's had his time. I don't know if there's gonna be any newness to the stuff that he's doing anymore. Right. But if somebody is gonna match up against Jay, it probably is Wayne because there's a lot more. But it's probably a lot more difference than and a lot bigger catalog than anybody. No. Wayne don't have 20 bank man. Shut your mouth man. What you talking about? What you talking about? Wayne don't have twenty bangers. Okay, okay. And just again, for the sake of this argument, because the, the argument before we get off the rail, what? my argument is, if anybody <laughs> is going to be able to match Jay Z song for song, banger for banger, on stage versus style, it's going to be Wayne more than anybody else. And if you have somebody else, guest or no guest, like are they bringing people out on stage? You mean
1: guest or no guest?
2: I mean it's irrelevant. Even if you let them bring out people, yes. Hold on, 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 If you let them bring out people on stage.
1: No, it, it's not. It, no, it, no, 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 no. That, that's the key.
2: Jay-Z can bring out The Rock, you know, everybody, Memphis Bleed, blah, 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 blah. But if you let Wayne do that, is he going to bring out Drake and Nicki and Tyga? And so I don't, just to be fair, just say no guests for nobody. Wayne could still match up with him. That don't mean Wayne can't perform songs that's only got him. I mean, you know, that don't have features on it, right? Just the same with Jay. I mean, you gonna say he can't perform Big Pimpin' if he can't bring out UGK? You know, like come on.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, that the, that 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 the go back to my original point: French Montana being a enjoyable album wasn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> French Montana album didn't make me feel good, and I, and I'm trying to. I, I don't get it. I I don't know. I, I just want. I don't know. It did make me feel good, man. Yeah, I'll let it go. Just
2: let it go, man. Just let it go. Let it go. You know what? I will. uh, I don't know if this counts. Uh, I will acknowledge uh, the Playboy Cardi, the whole lot of red record. It came out on Christmas Day 2020, but it was getting a lot of play through 2021. So I will acknowledge that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good music. Good music.
3: You talk about some good music right there from some young artists. Hey, yeah, I mean it a was, rock star. It came out. Was it 2020 or? 2020 yeah, it 2021?
1: came out last year. It came out. The See, year.
3: I just had one of my. I, I had the opportunity to go to the concert. I will right, well,
2: speak on it. Speak it's on in it. In my
3: area, but uh, my one of my friends went in and they told me it was it was a quite a concert. So, uh, and I also support his concerts because they have a um an artist feature on there. Rico Nasty. Um, And she is from the the area, DMV area, uh, Prince George's County. So that's what's
2: up. Yeah. I, uh, again, I'm not on the Playboy Cardi train. I'm not saying this is because a lot of people around me, I had a guy a couple of weeks ago tell me, a guy from Michigan actually tell me that uh, Playboy Cardi was the best hip hop artist from 2010 to 2020. And I was just like, stop talking, man. Like you're on one, (laughs) but
1: Wait, he's been out that long?
2: Uh, I don't know if he's been out since 2010, but he was saying he was the best artist of the decade, best hip hop artist of the decade. And I'm just
3: He's been out for a very long time. It's just he hasn't been mainstream for that long. Well not No, that's not true. I think he was mainstream
2: 2016, 20 Yeah, I think so. Magnolia, whatever, whenever that song came out. Yeah, Magnolia. Yeah, it was like yeah, 2015 or 16. yeah.
1: He got 6 years on this
2: belt? He been out for He been out for a little minute
3: yes more than 6 years he started rapping that was that was not even when he came, when he became mainstream prior to then he had probably been rapping the three, 3 to 5 years prior so
2: the point is i'm not on the train like everybody else but uh i did get some of those tracks going in the club and there were a lot of people around me talking about the record for the first half or quarter of the year so i'll acknowledge it sure
0: all right that is our conversation about uh what we enjoyed for 2021 our favorite albums. All right, so we're going to finish off the year with one of our favorite uh segments. We got a little uh, a little uh, twist to it this uh this episode and I'm going to slide it over to Reaper and let him go from there. All
2: right. All right, so our, uh, our main host, our main man, Be wise he always talks about the flavor every week when we do it, um, as it being one of our top recurring segments where we play snippets of songs, and then we get live reactions from everybody that's on the show. However, in final fashion, is, as this is the final show of the year, we're going to do a, a special version of the flavor called the final flavor. And um, like I said before I started talking about albums, I'm in the clubs DJing almost every single week. I made it a point to not do every single week this year, take a little bit more time for myself, but I'm in the clubs almost every week. So I'm watching people's reactions as soon as stuff comes out, play it. How do people react? What are people turning up to throughout the entire year? So we're going to do roughly 10 or so songs. I might have gave a little bit more, but 10 or so club bangers that I was playing throughout 2021. B, you want me to list them first or like play them and then talk about them or I'm not sure. We'll play them and then talk about them. All right. So that list that I sent you, you can just start from top to bottom. uh, Play it, play it and then we'll go from there. All right. That's what's up. Here we go.
1: Figure. I keep passin' like I do I keep passin' like I do I keep passin' like I do I keep passin' like you do All these hoes up in my jeans You can get up in between You're tryna get up piece of me I can teach you a couple put Why you looking at me Like I ain't give you no choice If I out the three That you be on your knees You ever my hair Like the
2: oh, yeah. oh.
0: Alright, and that was Chloe with Have Mercy.
2: Yeah, so Chloe, uh Chloe and her sister Hallie, they're a part of Beyonce's squad or whatever, she discovered them. So they're actors. They they're on the show uh Groanish with uh uh man, what's what's that girl's name? I can't think of her name, but they're on that show and they also sing slash rap and they like model for like Beyonce's clothing line or whatever. And uh this song was a surprise it, it didn't come out until like maybe the the last fourth of the year but um there were a lot of people that really were drawn to it right at the beginning and uh there's actually this recurring traveling r&b party called sugar house shout out to sugar house beijing and each time they came down to shanghai people were really trying to hear that chloe track so there you go all right
0: and here we go with the next yambas boss, yambas Started on out, on
2: Young boss, out, shine Young boss, Young out, shine the Young boss, boss, Be rapper Be
0: all right and that was young boss 2.0 by lambert
2: yeah so uh for everybody that doesn't know i live in shanghai shanghai china and uh had to get some chinese rap on there because you know chinese people like chinese rap right and uh that was one of the biggest songs technically it came out uh the end of last year but it got heavy play like it uh people like caught on to it this year uh young boss by lambert and uh like i said chinese artist and um, it's really cool, too, because one of my aliases that I use on stage is Boss Man or the Big Boss. And I would like play that song. And that was like sort of my jam. You know, it was not mine, but, you know, my jam that I would play. And uh, also with it being a popular song, everybody knows Young Boss. So.
1: So how, how is um, how does this song translate to other markets like outside of Asian markets or you don't know that?
2: I don't have a I don't have a good uh, answer to that. I've exposed people uh in the states to Chinese rap a couple of times, Lambert or the Higher Brothers or et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. I don't need to go down to the list down the list. But um, sometimes they get positive reactions or like oh that's cool. But I don't know how many of them are trying to like put it into their sets. Actually, before Corona, there's this DJ uh, from France named Ewan. Shout out to Ewan, and he would come over here a bunch maybe every other month maybe not every other month maybe every 3 months like every quarter and he stayed in china a couple of years so he still got the the connection here and then he comes here so often that i know in france he's getting some chinese rap into his sets but uh outside of that i couldn't really tell you
1: yeah i mean i can see that being played in clubs
2: here yeah it's a banger man it's, and it's quick too it might be you know, I'm speaking DJ language now, but it might be 104 BPM or something. It's fast. That's always good. It's always good. <laughs> yeah, especially in this era of trap, man. You got to have something that's upbeat that people can like move to.
0: Yep, that's what's up. All right, moving on to our next one. Here we go. Money in the
1: No broke shit. That broke shit get old. And when me run no hoe shit, the hoe get to bold. I'm allergic to that no shit. My wrist game on cold. I might pay my coat
3: white just to match like with my toes. Yeah, I can't wear the shirt, you bitches wear because it's cheap to me. It's some money at my table. Grab a seat with me. Cost a ticket just to cover all my go fees. I don't hang with jealous bitches. That's a weak disease.
0: All right, and that was a whole lot of money by Bayer.
2: Uh, Bia. But uh, yeah, going from one of the fastest songs on the list to one of the slowest feeling songs, because it's not that slow. It might be 81 or 82, but it feels super slow. And at the beginning, I, I didn't like it, but people were, re- were really drawn to the slowness of it. Like it sort of feels quick, but it, the rap and the way she's delivering is real slow. It's a whole lot of money. and And people were just, I remember just, when they started to catch on to it being like swaying left to right on the floor, like, yeah, yeah. I like how that feels. And they really like some of the lines. Like um, I put on my jewelry just to go to the bodega and I keep it with me just so that I'm feeling safer, blah, blah, blah. And then that goes right back into the chorus. So not necessarily the the best song, the fastest song for the club. But like I said, people were really identifying with some of the lyrics and the vibe. So, yeah.
0: All right, that's what's up. Now, moving on to our next one. Here we go. Shake your ass like her. What's up, Ty? Your baby daddy broke. I got cash right her. Wretched ho, stop letting broke niggas nutting you. If shell twerk with her mouth open, I can't fuck with you. Pop it, I got cake. No. All right, and that was SDAB featuring Two Chains and Juicy J.
3: I've heard this song several, several times. Um as a student in Atlanta. Yeah. This is um, something that when it comes on, a lot of people listen to it and, and, and like this song, especially um, our younger crowd.
2: Yeah, it's uh, by Beat King. And uh, I played a Beat King song on the Flavor before, What's Up Shay? And I remember y'all saying y'all like that real sort of ratchet twerk music. And Beat King, man, anything he's getting on in the last year and a half is just kind of like club ready. And um this is one you heard that chant part at the beginning, you know, and like people are like when I play that, they're just like, oh, something about to happen in the beat drop. And I will say uh, beat king isn't for everybody because I'm sure you just heard some of those lyrics are pretty off the wall. <laughs> like, wow. But uh, it's like I said, anything beat king touches for real is club ready. You
1: could have turned that back on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, man, that that's one of my favorites of this year. I mean, I played all of these songs a lot. Wasn't a big fan of all these songs, but this was one of my favorite ones to actually I
1: mean play. it's the I mean it's ignorant and, and so <laughs> so explicit and so I can't play this around my baby, but I kick her out the car, I might have to crank this up.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling y'all, man.
1: And that's the whole purpose behind it, to get the women to enjoy it. This is another song
3: that has been played several, several times in environments that I've been in When I uh, this previous semester. I can see that um, this, this song comes on. Women enjoy this song.
2: Um, so, so it's a hit. <laughs> women enjoy this song. <laughs> that's the whole purpose, man. Man, that's what's up, man. So, yeah, I'm just anybody that's out there in radio land listening to us, man, pull up. Beat King B A T K I N G Beat King almost anything put out is ready for the club alright that's what's up and here we go with our next one
1: count up the bands sticking up no more but bands speaking up tennis heavy can pick it up came with the gang myriad I see you with the lich. where's my root mysterious my whip from fast furious cause we got I get the calm period. color the ice superior
0: all right and that was motley crew by post malone
2: yeah motley crew shout out to motley crew the band uh this song though is spelled c-r-e-w rather than c-r-u-e like the band spells it uh just in case you can't find it on itunes or whatever but um Chinese people really like, Chinese club kids at least, they really like, well, okay, not Chinese club kids in general, Chinese hip-hop club kids, let's say that, really like hard drops, like more than anything almost, maybe on the same level as sing-alongs, they really like sing-alongs too, but a lot of them can't really even understand the, kind of the band thing in the, kind of the, they don't, they don't really understand that part, but it's just like, it's at a slow enough pace that, kind of the band, hey, 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 and then it's like, get ready, drop. Boom. And the whole club is like jumping up and down. You know what I mean? So that's I think why they really identify with that one more than anything. Cause uh you could almost play that first build up and then let the drop play and go to the next song. You really don't even have to let the bridge and everything play. But even when the bridge plays, it breaks down. Miley crew kind of the bump. And then he does it again.
0: So All right. I know that uh we reviewed uh this album and um it was it was okay. It was, the, the issue for us, I think, uh, I don't know if Kevin can back me on this one, but that it stayed at number one just way too long than we thought it should have been. That's all. I remember that it was at number one for quite some time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Post Malone, Post Malone was at number one for a long time. Twenty four K Golden was number one rap album for a long time. Yep. Uh, Pop Smoke, he charted for a while. Yeah, it was that billboard rap chart was weird, like the past year and a half.
0: Yep, definitely.
1: It was crazy the past year and a half.
0: All right, well, here we go with our next one.
1: Shaking ass on my thigh shit Post me a pic finna make me a prophet When the liquor hit then the bitch get toxic Why the fuck you in the club with niggas wild? Wow. I been lit since brunch, That shit Order 42 for the table, let's pop shit Missionary or doggy style on my top shit Pussy ass niggas hate you know me from the closet Hoes tryna call me a snake, shit I guess I can relate Cause the bitch bit a whole lot of venom And since these hoes all rats when they come around me All I see is a whole lot of dinner I walk around the house butt naked and I stop at air mirror Just to stare at my own posterior I don't give a fuck who talk behind my back cause the bitch knew better than to let me hear Hands on my neck, shake
2: all right, and I think we all know that. That's Thought Shit by Megan The Stallion. Yeah, man, just, ah, Megan. I told y'all I'm a big Megan fan. Not biased, but that was banging in the clubs this year. And uh, same like uh, like uh, Young Boss has the dun, dun 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 right at the beginning, and it's like you could tease the melody. Like sometimes when I'm mixing it in, I'll just play that melody just let it loop for like 20 seconds and people are like oh he about to play young boss you know and it's like this that boom 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 like people are like uh oh uh oh you know that kind of thing so I really appreciate that from a mixing standpoint and uh I mean what else can you say about Megan that hasn't been said already man she she make bangers she make stuff for the club protect Megan alright that's what's up on to the next one
1: hey yeah, I got one, Virgil got one in that day is the only two, man. How many times have I
2: shown it proved, man? How many nights I've been woke? Swerving the potholes, not trying to fuck up the wheels on the road. Okay. Funny how light goes. He thought he was sick, now we All right, and that's what's next. Fire Man Drake. Yeah, man, you knew Drake was gonna be on this list. Like I said, uh scary hours to the EP, more so than COB, cause that's got the bangers for the club on there. Uh it came out first what's next is the one that was the, the video. Um, people do like once and these, the one with baby, but, uh, what's next is the one that got a lot more play. Um, and just again, super easy to chant. Okay. 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 See what's about to happen next. Okay. Okay. Like it's, it's easy to connect the crowd with that too. Cause like, even if you don't speak English, you know, okay, okay, okay. Blah, 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 blah. Next. Okay. 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 You know, that kind of thing. And it, it really helped that it was the same tempo pretty much as have mercy that Chloe and that Megan that we just played. So you don't have to play "Uh, way too sexy. I'll just acknowledge it right here. Way too sexy was the same. People thought it was a little corny, you know, the right set, Fred sample, blah, blah, blah. But again, same sort of tempo and future just doing his thing on the chorus. And it caught on a little bit later, but it's, it's almost undeniable. It's like cheesy enough to be cool, but like, you know, whatever. I don't know if it'll last for years and years, but right now and this year, people was rocking with it. You can go to the next one after uh, Way Too Sexy. All right. Uh, I, I was just
0: throwing my two cents in on the Way Too Sexy. Oh,
2: yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I
0: had no idea the traction that that joint got, and I'm just boggled by it. But it is definitely if you <laughs> plan the show, you need to have that on your repertoire because they want to hear it. So that is what it is. Now on to the next. That's my best friend. She a real bad bitch, got her own money.
3: She don't need no nigga on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks, now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. That's my best friend. She a real bad bitch, drop her own car. She don't need no lift in a strip club. No, my girl gon' tip, now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. Beep, As I'm my bestie in a tasty fresh
0: blowout. Skin on town. She but you love up. All right. And that was best friend featuring Doja cat by sweetie.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to all the ladies doing a thing this year. I looked at my list uh, after it was finished and half of the songs are from female rappers. So shout out to y'all doing your things, making stuff that's club ready. And can a woman make a club record that other women are going to be attracted to more than a man? I mean, I think it's a really good question. And, uh, this probably more than any of the other songs on the list was the song for the ladies this year like uh, Chinese girls love this song you know non-Chinese girls love this song like everybody likes best friend when you play it like if you in trouble play best friend and you can get the get the floor back yeah that's what's up and here we go with the next one
3: Uh, once upon a time and I heard that that was ugly came from a chick who Shack, hi,
1: jury, yummy, flashlight. I've been listening last night. Hit with that good, good. Make you want to act right, broke, boys, don't deserve no kitty. I know that's right. Big bag, pussy, up the belly band, take a member listen the yak can party back, no high, give it up. It's big bags, bust up the belly band, take a man, bring back, party back, no
0: high. All right, and we all know that. This is probably my favorite club banger for the year, and that's Up by Cardi
2: B. Yeah, man. And not only that, but, um, Like I said, because I'm always in the streets, I'm always checking for what's going on, what's going to be the next banger. And I remember verbatim saying to my boy, uh, Big Dave, shout out to Big Dave, uh, when Up came out, I was like, this is the first banger of the year. Came out maybe around February. And I was like, yeah, this is it right here. And I don't know if people remember when people was when uh, Racks on Racks was out, but doing that Racks on Racks dance. People have been doing that like up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up, and again, it's super easy for Chinese people to understand up, 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 you know, and uh I know that's right, I know that's right, sometimes I play that part and then we'll get to it, and I'll let it play again, and I'll scratch it again. I know that's right, like people go crazy for that part, so shout out to Cardi B for making a club banger where the album at where the album at but <laughs> but uh. Shout out to her for... Yeah,
1: she's dragging her feet on that album. I don't know.
2: She keep having babies, man. Like, shout out to her. Shout out to family. <laughs> Word to Vin Diesel, family. You know, but Cardi, Cardi, Cardi B is definitely on that.
1: I mean, but the past two years, she dropped two
2: singles, though. I mean, I feel like... And again, I don't know what's going on in their household. I feel like she's got the records. Because she did some uh songs on the, the Bruised soundtrack that Halle Berry Mixed Martial Arts movie. Yeah. And she's done some features like the the Culture 3 and stuff. So she's in the studio making music and I feel like she has more songs but she still need to make the rest of the songs but she keep she keep having babies, man. And like when you pregnant and you walking around with all this, you know, in your gut and stuff and I mean you probably don't want to be standing up in the studio rapping. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, so that Bruce soundtrack was good.
2: Yeah, it's it's surprisingly it's surprisingly a couple of hitters on there.
1: It's it's good it's good um and it's not getting enough attention because I don't know if it's if it's because it's all females or
2: no just it's not good no it's beca- it's because the movie sucks that's why the movie
0: sucks and the, and the soundtrack is not that good
2: come on man the soundtrack no is... the soundtrack is
0: good man
1: it's good it's, it's good, good man
0: Judas and the Black Messiah had a much better soundtrack
1: but Judas and the Black Messiah
2: we're not arguing soundtrack for. We're not arguing soundtrack for soundtrack. We're saying this should be acknowledged. It was good. It's got some good songs on there. Look, it look, if you can do this French Montana thing and me not come for you, you can let Bruce soundtrack fly. <laughs> and you know what else? Since since we're acknowledging soundtracks, I need to acknowledge the uh the Space Jam two soundtrack. It was some hitters on there too. Really? Yeah. Like like again, I'm not saying best, blah, 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 go at it, but it's some it's a handful of hitters on there specifically for the club that I don't know how they made it to the Space Jam two soundtrack, but yeah, it's some hitters on there.
1: Yeah, that now that's a soundtrack no one listens to. I don't think a lot of people listen to.
2: Yeah, they listen
0: to it accidentally because at least four of those songs from the soundtrack uh, made it to the top ten. So really, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, little baby and Kirk Franklin's uh, track. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of stuff that made yeah. it to. The top
1: 10. That's on the Space Jam soundtrack.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, sweet. Say a lot of people yeah. listen to that soundtrack, but don't know they listen
2: but, but not even hit, right right.
0: All right, so moving on to our final song and I think it's gonna be a little controversial. here we go.
1: What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb you can cause that mental freeze when these people talk too much put that shit in slow motion yeah I feel like an astronaut in the ocean I what you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb you can cause that mental freeze when these people talk too much put that shit in slow motion yeah I
0: feel like an astronaut All right and that was astronaut in the ocean Barman man uh
2: Mass Wolf. Mass Wolf. So I'm really curious. to. So I'm going to say my piece. I'm really curious to see uh, y'all reaction to this or have y'all even heard the song. So Mass Wolf is from Australia. And when I say, <clears throat> excuse me, when I say this song came here like gangbusters, I'm talking uh, a couple of years ago, like Sheck West Mo Bamba levels or like Old Town Road levels or like Hotline Bling levels. Like this song... Honestly, we'll probably live in hip-hop China club history forever. Like, that riff at the beginning, boom, boom, boom. You can just, you can almost just let the riff loop for 60 seconds, and the anticipation of the beat dropping will have people sweating in the club. Like, people absolutely love this song more than anything else that's come out this entire year. And, uh, like I said, Chinese people really like hard drops, and then, like, words right before the hard drop. Bum, 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 pause. What you know about rolling down in the boom. Like people, even uh, there's this one DJ out here, Crystal Q, female DJ, shout out to Crystal Q, who teases it. She'll loop the, the riff for 20 seconds and make people like really, really want it. Then on the, the part, she'll go, what you know about rolling, what you know about rolling, what you know about rolling down. And, and by the time it hits. People are like it's like Mass Wolf just jumped on stage. People are going so hard. So yeah, man. So y'all, y'all. I don't even know if it's getting played like that in the states, but like I said, but man,
1: it is. Um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know. Who, I didn't know who the artist was or the name of the song. But um, okay. It,
2: See, I didn't even know it had anything to do with uh, with TikTok. But yeah, that. Uh, yeah. That song is... It
1: gets a lot of play, and I think that's why, because of TikTok. But, um-
0: Literally, TikTok has propped that song up. It, it's a decent song, don't get me wrong, and it's a nice song for the club, but it would not have lived more than maybe three or four weeks, whereas Mass Wolf, uh, this this joint has been on the top charts. It's been on Billboard charts for probably nine months.
2: Yeah, man. I'm talking
0: about in the top ten.
2: Nine months. Like I said, it's under nine. You talk about like like for someone you know a chinese person that hasn't been li- listening to hip-hop that long or that doesn't know a ton of hip-hop songs you could play like i'm looking at my list you could play young boss and you could play motley crew and astronaut in the ocean and anybody they might be like oh he fired oh like he got all the skills like it's just they're that level of 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 hot here like just play it and you're the hero of the night you know what i mean it most definitely is so it is getting played. Yeah. I'm just
1: TikTok. I mean, but isn't there any DJ though if you're playing hot music? <laughs>
2: um, I I see what you're saying, but yes but no. And I what I mean is there's some songs that are gaining traction, there's some songs that are hot, and then there's some songs that are just astronomical. Like I said, comparing Astronaut in the Ocean to Hotline Bling and Old Town Road and songs that like represent that year, I believe at least here astronaut in the ocean represents the whole year in, in the hip hop club scene.
1: So you don't go back too far in your set. Is, is that pretty much what you're saying?
2: Um, I do. I mean, cause I, I mean, my style is different from everybody. I play whatever I want, honestly. But, um, if you're, you got to keep in mind that some Chinese people haven't been listening to hip hop that long, maybe bad and bougie is like where they picked it up. So sometimes you don't want to go too far back unless it's just a banger or uh, you might lose people. But again, you don't want to go too deep, even with new stuff, because you might lose people. Um, And again, some stuff like I was playing out of the Playboy Cardi stuff, I was playing the Vamp Anthem was probably the one I played the the most or teen, Teen X, I think is what it's called. I played that one a couple of times, but people didn't identify with it the same way as, you know, people in the States or whatever. Or even on CLB, I know a lot of people like "Girls Want Girls" or "Knife Talk," and I've played them both here. And people are like, "Man, what is this?" Does that answer Does that answer your question or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That answers. That answers. I mean, I get it. Um, okay. I think the club culture now is different. I mean, even it over here in the states, you know, it's you know some DJs kind of fill the room out, and then you have other DJs who just play the big hits. And you know, and that and let's see what happens. So, just just hearing what you were saying, it it is kind of. I'm like, yeah, that is kind of interesting. How far do you go back? Um, to you know, could you play something from like three years ago? But we're such in a fast paced culture where you know, like like we just said, you know, a couple episodes back, uh, a lot of stuff doesn't have longevity. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. But I mean, you'll see, uh, you'll see, cause I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to record the, uh, the 2021, uh, best of mega mix this afternoon. Um, just I've got the crate lined up already, all, all of the stuff, so I can grab it easily. I've got, I've got like 130 songs in the crate. Doesn't mean I'm gonna play all of them, but you'll see when you listen to the mix. I just play so fast, my style, in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Over the course of two hours or two and a half hours, however long the mix tape is, I could probably play 150 songs for real. And that sounds insane, but I could. And uh, some of the songs, like I said, Motley Crue, just play part of it, get to the next song or or you don't have to play the whole song, just play the part that people like. So sometimes you end up going back more than a couple of years just because I play so many songs over the course of two hours or I want to expose people to like like I love that some of the people are. I mean, I eh, I don't love. I like that some people are like Wale, uh, on Down South. He samples Still Tipping, so that gives me like a reason. Oh, play Still Tipping again. Or on the other one, I think it's called Angels. He samples I Need a Girl Part Two. It's like all right, play I Need a Girl Part Two again. And uh, that's how you can sort of link Chinese people back to uh some of the bangers of the past. But uh, but yeah.
1: I mean, that's how you can link. Pretty much anybody, because um yeah, true, true you, true. you know, I this morning, you know, I was dropping my daughter off, and a and a song was playing, and I was like, "This sound," I was like, "This is an old ass song." It's like, <laughs> but it was actually, it was a um, gosh, I cannot think of the artist. It was a a current R and B song that sounds like late nineties R and B, like it had that late nineties R and B sound. And and she was like, No, dad, I think this is a sample. No, I think they remade this song. I said, No, this is I said I said they sample after seven, which is crazy, because no one samples after seven, but but <laughs> 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 it was you know, and you know, so I, I went in and found some after seven songs to sh- you play for her so she can hear, you know, hear that sound and, and, and really understand what I was trying to make. So yeah, I, I get it. But it yeah, yeah. Somebody sampling after seven was just so it caught me off guard this morning, but
2: All right. That- yeah, man, it's in oh, I'm I'm sorry, man. You got the floor. Go ahead. No, I think you finished your point. Oh no, I was just saying, yeah, that's that's a really good point of uh what's old becomes new again and yeah, just keep it keep it in a circle, man. Keep keep the throwbacks alive, you know what I mean? With through the new stuff, but also just exposing it to younger people when you can, you know?
0: Yep, that's what's up. Uh, gentlemen just want to say i really appreciate all of your help over this last year it's been wonderful uh the addition of reaper has been amazing the heads really <laughs> the heads that listen to the show really enjoy two heads going at it
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it works it works um i appreciate uh, uh malcolm for coming back and visiting us we appreciate all of his efforts through the beginning uh, of the uh, project and. Um, just want to thank the f- the fans overall for a, a really good year. Uh, we're trying to expand as much as we can. We've got a lot of good things coming up in 2022 guest interviews, um, new topics, always trying to keep it fresh, but keep it raw for that. You know, everybody knows that we're giving our most honest and, um, uh, uh, you know, thought out uh, opinions on this show. So with that, um, just want to tell you, you can follow us on Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod. Again, that's Mix Era Rap Pod. And you can follow us on Instagram, I'm sorry, on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. Reaper, tell them where they can follow you at on social media.
2: Uh, at the 313Kid across all platforms, T H E 313KID. That's Twitter, Instagram, and keep it locked to Mix Cloud. Like I said, I'm making the 2021 best of. Uh, mixtape this afternoon. It's going to be two hours, maybe two hours plus. We'll see uh, how long I feel like playing. But um, it's going to be titled MMXXI, you know, like Roman numerals for 2021. MMXXI 2021, the mixtape, search it on Mixcloud, DJ Reaper, R-E-A-P-E-R. And uh, yeah, keep it locked. It'll be out maybe by the end of the weekend, maybe mid next week. But by the time you hear this or uh, definitely before New Year's Eve, it'll be out.
0: All right. That's what's up. Thank you guys. We out of here. Peace.